everybody. Good morning and welcome back. Thanks for joining us as we continue along the road to 80s Wrestling Con 4. We are just 44 days away from one of the biggest gatherings of pro wrestling superstars to ever rock the East Coast. I'm talking about the likes of Jerry Briscoe, Wendy Richter, the Powers of Pain, Paul Roma, and so many more. It all goes down on Saturday, May the 6th at the Men in Sports Arena in Morristown, New Jersey. Tickets are on sale now at 80swrestlingcon.com. My name is Jumpin' Jay, and I am super excited for today's conversation as it's all about the oldest and longest-running pro wrestling tournament within the United States. It's known as the Super 8, and pro wrestlers gather from across the nation at the opportunity to compete against the very best on this high-profile stage. Past participants includes a who's who of wrestling, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, The Hardy Boys, Crowbar, Ricky Morton, and so many more. Today, we have the opportunity to connect live with the first ever Super 8 champion, Ace Darling. We'll also be talking one-on-one with someone who's competing in the 2023 Super 8 tournament, Rick Recon. And we have the opportunity to talk about the past, the present, and the future of the tournament with East Coast Wrestling Association figurehead Ryan Kavanaugh. All that and more on this live episode of 80s Wrestling the Podcast. And as always, I sit across from the super great Tommy Fierro. Good morning, Tommy. What's going on, brother? Brother, you're in the wrong profession. You should be like the morning run guy for like the most popular radio show uh, going because you got some radio voice and, and you you got me listen you got me wanting to buy a ticket already for the Saturday show which which is which is a great thing uh, what's going on man yeah I'm, I'm excited to talk about today's episode and I know listen I have I have my own show tomorrow Friday so for me to dedicate a episode for a show that's not mine it's actually the same weekend as mine uh, it should speak volumes for just how important this tournament is and for me to push my own show aside to, to promote a diff- another show which is probably in the, the year 2023 uh, a promoter promoting another promotion show the same weekend as theirs uh, you're, you're probably not going to see that but you know I've been around this December will be 30 years I've been uh, in involved or some way associated with the wrestling business and uh, one of the you know the staples uh, in all of independent wrestling, not just up here, is the Super 8 tournament. And uh, me being around a long, long time, I, I feel it's very important to educate the newer fans on the history of independent wrestling in this area. And I thought it was a good idea to, to dedicate today's episode to that, the Super 8 tournament, which takes place this Saturday. I'm actually going to it, Jay. Uh, I, I really ever, ever, ever go to a, a show that's not mine. Uh, but I'm going there this Saturday to check it out. It's in my home state in New Jersey. And uh, joining us on the, the line right now is no stranger uh, to the Super 8. Like you said, he is the first ever uh, Super 8 champion. Another reason why uh, the, the tournament to me holds a sentimental value because uh, Ace Darling is my best friend, the, the first ever Super 8 champion. He joins us now. Ace, welcome back to uh, 80s Wrestling the Podcast. Jeff and Jay said we should be calling it Dialing darling. Jumpin' Jay, if you could bottle your energy and sell it, I'll take a two-liter right now, my friend. <laughs> uh, that's very kind of you, sir. I'm very excited to have you at the top of this hour because you are kind of like the Christopher Columbus of the Super 8. Many have come after you, but you were the first. You were the inaugural champion of this tournament, and I just can't wait to hear your, your take on what that spot in history means to you and what you think of the tournament now. You know, it's so funny when you think of, like, the past. It, 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 everything always seems so much bigger in the past. You know what I mean? Like, think about, like, when you went to a movie as a kid. Like, it just seemed so big or an event as a kid. Well, 30 years ago, like, when you think of, like, a tournament, it seemed so big at the time because nobody was really doing them. You know, so it, it was just it – was, it was a big deal because it was so different. And it was so rare. Now – yeah, everybody runs tournaments. Everyone runs shows. Everybody is a pro wrestler, so it was it was definitely innovative at the time, and um, 
it was a lot of fun to be a part of. Uh, Jim Kettner owned the ECWA back then, and he would run shows at the same building every month, and we just wanted to do something different. So we suggested, like, you know, there's always those big Japanese tournaments. We suggested something mm-hmm. with, with his guys, and it, it really was just his local guys at the time. But he had, a, you know, a ton of talent locally. He had, you know, he had uh, Billy Kidman, he had Crowbar, he had Simon Diamond, Reckless Youth, Cheetah Master. You know, he had a lot of guys. Uh, Danny Inferno, and oh, I forget the last guy that was in it. Uh, Rock, this guy Rock and Ronnie was a local guy in Delaware. But you know, that's a lot of talent. But that was just his local talent. He he didn't start bringing guys in until a few years later. But yeah, it was it was a uh, it was definitely different for the time. So I would love if you could speak to just how important it is. As an independent wrestler, as you're making a name for yourself in this business, you need high-profile opportunities to showcase what you can do against other guys at a similar level. From an independent wrestling perspective, how important is something like the Super 8 tournament to launching your career or helping you take that next step? It was really big at the time because Bill Apter's magazines always showed up there. So you knew you were going to get your face, you know, nationwide. There was no internet, there was no Twitter, so you really needed to be in the magazines to either on TV or in the magazines back then. So you knew, you knew those uh, after mags were going to come to the to the Super Eight back then. I think now it's it's important because of like you said the the history of who who been in the tournament and who's won a tournament. I mean, Loki's won a tournament. Uh, Jerry Lynn's won a tournament. Uh, my good friend Paul London's won a tournament. You know, a lot of, a lot of guys who went on to bigger, better things used a lot of the hype, I'm sure, from being in, in there to, to uh, you know, launch their career or relaunch their career. I know, like, Charlie Haas was in it one year. Right? And like, you know, a month later, he got re-signed by WWE. Was it coincidence? I don't know. A lot of guys were in the Super 8 a month later. They were on top of Ring of Honor for the, you know, they're debuting Ring of Honor. You know, it just all seemed like it definitely was a springboard for a lot of guys back then. I'm sure it still is now. So I'm looking at the, the historical brackets here of this tournament. You win it your first year out, 1997. You also are a participant in 98 and 99. You make it to the semifinals uh, the one year in the 99, the quarterfinals. When you're competing in a tournament like this and you're showcasing yourself, you want to have the best match you possibly can. So even though you didn't win it uh, your last two years in it, do you still feel – is it an honor just to be a part of the thing when it comes to a tournament on this magnitude? Oh, of course. Just being in there is a win. But I don't want to correct you, Jumpin' Jay, but I was in the first, the second, the third. I hosted the fourth. This is a true story. Uh, in the first round of the first tournament, uh, someone got hurt. I forgot. Someone got legit hurt in the first round, and he was going to wrestle Chris Daniels in the second round and um, they needed somebody. So I said to Jim, I said, Jim, wouldn't it make sense if since I'm hosting it and I have a history, why don't I go out there and have a legit impromptu match with Chris Daniels? So he said, yeah, go for it. I, I had nothing but, but the suit I wore that night. So I'm stretching and as I'm, I literally have five minutes before the match. As I'm stretching, I split my suit pants. So someone took me a <laughs> pair of, of workout pants. I went out there barefoot with a Super 8 T-shirt on, and I wrestled Chris Daniels in the second round of the of the fourth tournament, like impromptu, hey. call it in the ring, see you out there. Awesome. Hey, you know what I call that? I call that awesome politicking, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I learned from the best, Tommy. You know that, brother. Hey, listen, uh, I want to I want to thank you so much. I know you're at work right now. You took a little time out to talk to us. Uh, uh, Jay, real quick, if you can just let Ace know, we'll ask every caller, if you can just run down quickly, Jay, the participants for this Saturday's 2023 Super 8 tournament and get the prediction uh, the, of the first ever Super 8 champion. Uh, I'd like to see who uh, Mr. Uh, Super 8 champion himself is going to pick. 
All right, you got to give me a moment here to find the, the actual line for this year because I don't have it in front of me. Uh, if you have it, Tommy, feel free to read it off. Just give me a minute here, and I'll pull it up. Wow, I'm going to turn the heat on you, Tommy. Uh, if you have it, I'll don't take worry. it. Don't worry. I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll stall for you, brother. Wow. How's the weather? How's the weather there, Tommy? Well, I'll tell you what, man. It's partly cloudy up here in New Jersey. It's about a 45% chance of rain. Uh, however, uh, the, the skies will be sunny for this Saturday's Super 8 tournament. And as I talk while well, Jeff and Jay pulls up the brack, the, uh, the participants. I hear paper shuffling in the background, Tommy. He's yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's hear it. So this Saturday, the 2023 Super 8 tournament is going to take place in Marlboro, New Jersey. And uh, Jeff and Jay, hit us with it. Man, you call that stalling for time? Okay. Brother, I can pull here. it up right now, buddy. You, you find it. I'm, a, I'm I'm deep in websites right now, and I'm looking for the actual rundown. Da-da-da. All right, the eight people. Are you ready for this? Uh-huh. Are we ready? We've been waiting for 15 minutes. We've been waiting. You're the producer. Here, here are the eight. Here are the eight men competing in this year's tournament. It starts off with five-star stud Joey Ace. The Machine, Sam Shields, Andino, The Blood Diamond himself, Ellis Taylor, World Class, Channing Thomas, Jay George, and ISPW's very own Rick Recon. We're dialing with Darlin. Darlin, who's your pick for this year's Super 8 champion? I'm going, I'm going with Rick Recon. I'm very familiar with his work. I'm very familiar with him. He's definitely an up-and-comer in wrestling. He, I see a bright future for him. I see him using the Super 8 and then propelling himself into the main event of the ISPW and becoming the next ISPW champion. Those are my two picks. I'm sticking to them. Well, there you have it. The pick from the first-ever Super 8 champion, Ace Darling Meraldo, thank you so much, brother, for taking out time to talk to us. And I uh, look forward to uh, texting you in just a little bit and continuing our laughs throughout the day, my friend. <laughs> Sounds good, guys. Thanks for having me on. All right, man. Thank right. you so much, man. Take care. All right, guys. I'll tell you what, Jump and Jay, before we get to the next call, it's always, it's always good to talk to Ace about wrestling because uh, I, I know how much he loves it still. And I, trust me, I've been, I've been literally – taking him by the arm and twisting it, twisting his fingers, twisting his anything to try and get him to do something. He, it's unfortunately not going to happen. I got, him to, I got him to be the GM one time, and uh, maybe I can twist his arm in the future to be a special guest referee. But unfortunately, his, his in-ring career is over. And what I just wanted to say real quickly is uh, I, I feel as though his career uh, was put on the map from – that Super 8 tournament. And I'm, I'm so happy you also asked, uh, Jay, you asked Ace, it, it was special just to be in it. And, and obviously the answer was yes. Because you look back at the history of this tournament real quickly and, and some of the names that were in it. I mean, I'm looking at, I'm looking at right now the second, uh, no, no, this is the, the third year, the 1999 edition. Listen, listen to these eight people in this tournament. So Jeff, Jeff Peterson, Christopher Daniels, Christian York, Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, Devin Storm, who's obviously Crowbar, Ace Darling, and Steve Bradley. Steve was was also phenomenal. I mean, this is like a – and you look throughout the years, you see you see Christopher Daniels in there again, and then you see AJ Styles. You see all these names, Jamie Noble. So much history in this tournament. I think it's so important, especially in this day and age too. Like Mike was so right when he said, like, back then there was no – you know, there was no internet and there was no Twitter. So, yeah, you needed to be in the magazines uh, to, to, to get some press. And obviously that the after mags and other mags were, were coming to the Super 8. And nowadays it's even more important because social media is so gigantic. And, you know, between Twitter and Instagram and, and Facebook, and just, I think there's a lot more eyes on it now than it was back then because there's a lot more avenues and ways to look at it. So it, it, I think it's interesting in 2022 because I think that, the tournament itself gets a lot more uh, recognition now because 
there's a lot more eyes on it because you're able to look at it a couple of different ways. And I know it's going to be streaming live as well that night. And we'll talk to Ryan about that as well. But yeah, I, I think in, in, especially in 2023, man, I think that um, the tournament really needs to, you know, be told it, it's history and it's story to be told. And that, that's why I wanted to give today's platform to do so uh, real quickly. I'll, I'll make a quick plug for my show, which is the day before, which will be on, Friday, tomorrow, March the 24th, it's at Totowa PAL in Totowa, New Jersey, 7.30 p.m. bell time at the benefit show to raise money for the Martinez family, a local Totowa family that unfortunately lost everything and their seven pets in a house fire a few weeks back. And we already had the March 24th date scheduled for the Totowa PAL already as we run there frequently. So we decided to um, have partial proceeds for this event go to the family. So anyone that lives in the New Jersey area that wants to come out for a, a fun night of wrestling action or just a, a fun night out in general, if you're not even a big wrestling fan, just want something to do, uh, it, it's for a good cause. Again, Totua PAL in Totua, New Jersey, tomorrow night, 730. Uh, the main event will be our next guest, the uh, 2023 Super 8 participant, Rick Recon, wrestling against Crowbar in a rematch from their match last month. Also, Bull James defends the ISPW heavyweight title against Hill Collins from the now. Maven will be in Bull's corner and uh, Hill's partner, Vic Delicious, in his. And Snitsky, former WWE star, will be there with the winner, Andy Weinberg, for an open challenge. Again, uh, all this tomorrow night, Totua PAL, Totua, New Jersey, 7.30 p.m. But Jumpin' Jay, let's bring on our next guest and start getting some calls going, too. Next up is a very special guest, ISPW own. He is participating in this year's Super 8 entrance, the 25th anniversary tournament. None other than Mr. Rick Rickon. Rick, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm super excited to be on here. I am beyond stoked for this Saturday and for this tournament and what it means to be a part of it. So, Rick, let me ask you this before we jump into the, the call-ups. When you hear the list of wrestlers that participated in this tournament, that won this tournament, and knowing where their career went from there, as an up-and-coming guy who's got a lot of uh, a full esteem behind you, you've got momentum on your side, what does that fill you with? What does that mean to you knowing what participating in and hopefully winning this tournament could mean for your career? I mean, it's really like making, you know, it's really like being part of history because it is the longest running independent pro wrestling tournament of its kind. And the list of names is, I mean, I could be here all day listing off the names and where their careers went. We would be here all day. And just even just participating in it, guys that didn't even win it, like look where they went to, just like you've mentioned guys like AJ Styles, you know, Adam Cole, you know, and the Hardys were in it. Like those, those guys are names in within this business. So you get to be added when they, you, everyone looks up the history of the Super Eight. They're gonna see your name in there, and if you win it, that that's that is you're you're pretty much immortalized right there. So that is tremendous for anyone who gets to participate in this tournament, and then to win it is an even higher honor. So you are one of the elite eight independent wrestlers that get to participate in this year's tournament. How familiar are you with the other seven guys? Are, are, are you scouting them? Are you seeing what they're all about? Do you like your chances? How familiar are you with what you're walking into? I've actually been in the ring uh, with a couple of them. I've been in the ring with Joey Ace before and Sam Shields a few years ago. Uh, great competitors and uh, I'm, I'm hoping that we get to have there's some rematches that are in there um listen if you're in the super eight you're in the super eight for a reason so you, you, it's i know some people may you know kind of scout the field and kind of look at guys and and maybe underestimate them or whatever but you you can't do that in, in a situation like this like these are these eight guys only eight you call them the elite eight they're elite for a reason they were chosen for this. So every match that you have, if you're going to run the distance, right, that's three matches in one night, you have to be prepared to go 
three matches in one night against some of the best that the independent wrestling scene has. Man, when you play it out like that, you your cardio is right. You got to make sure you're mentally focused because three matches in a row with the best of the best is definitely going to test anyone in this business. Uh, Rick, if it's okay, we'd like to jump into a calls. We have some phone calls waiting on hold. Up first is a longtime friend of the show, Marty from Millville. Marty, you are on live with hopefully 2023 Super 8 champion, Rick Recon. Hey, good morning. Uh, Rick Recon, pleasure to talk to you. Tommy and Jay, as always. Um, yeah, like just hearing everything Rick's saying is like getting me excited to watch. And I unfortunately can't even go, but like the way you set it up, it's like, yeah, it's, it's a long night, but who's going to last? You know, who's got what it takes to be there at the end? You know, that's what it's all about. So you're getting me hyped up for it. <laughs> that's what we do. That's what we do, brother. I- this is how I, I love this. This is what we, this is what we live for. No doubt. Well, um, Marty, now, I know you, I know you're not going to be able to uh, get there uh, this Saturday for the Super Eight, but Marty, uh, and Jay, he he bought tickets for Radies Wrestling Con, and he's coming on uh, May 6th. So he's very excited to meet the world's tallest man, and Jay, at Radies Wrestling Con on uh, on May 6th. Now, if you stay for the ISW show, you get to you get to see Rick Recon. Uh, in, in person, I know I know that you've been uh, you've been you know living in this area, so you're very familiar with independence and whatnot. Uh, who, who's your pick, uh, Marty, for the uh, 2023 Super Eight tournament? All right, well, it's going to seem like a homer pick because he's currently on the phone, but Rick Recon right now has got the rocket strapped to him. The only direction this man can go is up, and I don't I don't see seven other guys stopping them. And I know that seems like a lot, but like right now, Rick, where your career is going and the things you're doing, man, I don't see anybody getting in your way. So my pick's Rick Recon, no doubt. ISPW. Hell yeah. Great choice. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really happy <laughs> that you picked me out of all those other guys that are in there. Uh, thank you. Uh, 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 trust me. That'll, that'll add to the momentum. Believe me. Yeah, no doubt. I'm, I'm, right, I'll be Marty. front row too for the rock and wrestling. So when I saw that, I'll, 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 look, I'll, I'll look for you, man. I'll look right for you. All right, but yeah, I'll, I'll be there front row. And I, when I saw that was available, I'm like, yeah, because I've been dying to see ISPW. I, I've been watching it online. It's it's the wrestling that like would bring me that does bring me back. Obviously, cause I'm going, um, and I'm going to be right there for it. So man, I can't wait. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for calling in, and we we look forward to talking to you soon, brother. Have a great day, all right? Yeah, great talking to you. Everybody have a really great day. All right. Thank you, Marty. You too, man. All right. Before we jump into the next caller, Rick, Marty got me thinking. When when you are a fan favorite in a promotion like ISPW, and then you venture off and you enter the Super 8 tournament, do you feel like you're representing that whole fan base from ISPW that's behind you right now? Do you feel some extra weight that you're not maybe competing just for yourself, but you're competing for those that have cheered you along up to this point? Absolutely. How can you not? Because those people that have cheered you on are, let's be honest, it's what we do this for. And that's why we get to where we get to in this business, because a lot of people I'm I'm just going to be straight. A lot of people are in this business oftentimes for selfish reasons, but you have to remember why we do this. We do this for the fans. We do this for people that pay their hard-earned money for a ticket. So when you have a promotion like ISPW that has such loyal fans, and those fans are loyal to you specifically, especially, like, yes, of course, they are, believe me, I've had several fans have reached out to me and, you know, ISPW fans, and they're like, we want to try to come see you and support you and be there if we can, you know, and if not, we're going to be watching because we, we want you, you got to go, you got to go win the thing. You got to win it all. So, yeah, I mean, there is added pressure, but, man, pressure makes diamonds. That's what this is about. So, I love it. That's very all, I like all the that. Pressure. Give them all the pressure because pressure makes diamonds. I like that. 
the cool thing about having a, a podcast about the Super 8 tournament is it brings new eyes to the podcast. We have a brand new caller on hold, an unknown number. Uh, so either it's their first time calling or I just am bad at bookkeeping. But anyway, caller from a 917 area code. You are live. What's your name and where are you calling from? This is Savage from Whitestone. How you doing? Savage. Good hey, morning. Savage. I'm doing fantastic. On, How are you? What's going on, guys? I wanted to call just to let everybody know that you are listening to the next Super 8 champion live right now. I've been watching this man's career for a while now. He's putting in the work, in the gym, in the ring, on the streets. This guy is literally a cyborg come to life. And on Saturday, he is going to kick everyone's ass and make his legacy known. So good luck to you, Rick Recon. I know you won't need it, but hell, son, why not take a little luck from a savage? I'll take it. I'll take it, brother. Thank you. <laughs> you don't need it. You're looking <laughs> sharp, brother. I've been watching you for over a year now, and all your matches are money. You know what you're doing in the ring. You got the walk. You got the swag. You probably have the coolest name going right now on the independent scene. And I think soon... I'll be seeing you on TV, and we'll be talking about you doing even bigger and better things in this uh, professional wrestling world, man. Much love, and uh, Tommy, looking forward to 80s Wrestling Con, and I can't wait to watch Rick Recon beat the hell out of Bull James and become the new ISPW World Heavyweight Champion. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for calling, and we appreciate it, Savage. Appreciate you guys, man. Have a blessed day. Hey, you too. Thank you, brother. You too, man. Thank you. Listen, man. Well, it, is, it, looks like, it looks like you had a couple people. Uh, it looks like you had a couple people predicting uh, you, Rick Recon. That must uh, get your confidence up a little bit going into this Saturday. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I you know you you got you got to have your confidence on point. You got to have uh, the focus on point. But uh, listen, you get calls like that. Yeah, that that just kicks it up a few notches. Absolutely. Yeah, man. I, I will say real, real briefly, and then before we get Ryan on, uh, the ECWA owner, and, and talk to him a little bit about the history of, 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 of uh, the Super 8 tournament and the future of the Super 8 tournament, I, I will say that it, it's been a pleasure, uh, Jumping Jay, to, to, to work with Rick Recon over the last year in ISPW uh, when he first came in. If you look, if you, if you follow him on social media, he's, he's posted pictures of what he looked like last year to this year. It's like a complete transformation of, of his whole presentation, which and I mean that in the, the best way possible. Uh, but, you know, I, I saw something in him, and, uh, I, you know, I started working with him, uh, you know, personally one-on-one uh, for like the last, you know, seven, eight, nine months. And uh, I, I tell you what, he, he's made strides as far as uh, improving different aspects of, of his presentation. And uh, I'm very proud that he's, he's just in the tournament. Um, like he said earlier, it just being in it, uh, is, is a huge thing. You look at, like, like we just did this episode today. We, you know, we went to, you know, Wikipedia and, and picked up and, and pulled up the history of the tournament. And you're going through all these names and seeing all these names. Uh, so who's to say 20 years from now, you know, someone's not doing this exact same podcast, a preview show, and they're, they're going to go back and, 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 and like you said, man, your name's going to be a part of that now, which is super cool. So I'm super proud that you're in it. I wish you all the luck, man. I think that you have a lot of momentum going into it, and you got a big match tomorrow as well in ISPW against Crowbar. So, so to let you know, man, I'm extremely proud of you. I'm wishing you all luck. I'm going uh, this Saturday. I never go to independent shows. I'm going to support you. Uh, I'm not going to predict my winner, uh, Jeff Bajay, because I uh, want to stay impartial since I'm the the host of the show with you. So I just want to wish you good luck, Recon, and uh, yeah, man, good luck tomorrow too with Crowbar. You're going to need it. Yo, I, I know this is this is a huge, huge weekend on all levels, man. But I, I really am grateful for your uh, the support you give and the guidance you've given. Absolutely, thank you very much, man. Yeah, man. Thank you for having all me. All right, on. man. Well, you, good luck, and uh, we will see you tomorrow in Toto, New Jersey, at the Toto PAL. You go one on one with Crowbar on Super Eight Eves. I like that Super Eight Eves tomorrow night. Love it. See you there. All right, thank All you, right. Mr. Recon. There you go, Tommy. He, listen, he's he's obviously What's got that? fan he's obviously got fan support behind him. If you listen to those phone calls, 
Yeah, I, I mean, I've seen I've seen it firsthand over the last you know last few months. You know, people are starting to get behind them. You know, so he's definitely popular in the New Jersey area, that's for sure. But like I said, man, it, just to be in it, like I, I'm looking at some as, as I'm talking to you right now, I'm scrolling through some of these names that is in this tournament, man. It's like really a who's who of names that are in like here. I'm looking at the ninth, the 2005. Here you go. Who's it? Petey Williams, uh, Alex Shelley, 2006, Charlie Haas. You see Davey Richards, 2007, Rob Echoes, who went on to be, you know, Robbie E, and now he's in NXT. Jerry Lynn was the winner. Rob Conway was in that, 2008. You had Shannon Moore in it. I mean, there's, I mean, just you look, it's, it's really cool the, the the history of the guys that are in this tournament. So yeah, I, I think that. Just being in the tournament is super cool for an independent wrestler. Uh, but let's let's talk to the uh, the man himself, Jumpin' Jay. Yeah, let's bring on the uh, ECWA figurehead, Mr. Ryan Cavanaugh. Ryan, thank you for joining us this morning. We appreciate your time. Hey guys, good morning. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. There's obviously. Yeah, man. So- a ton of excitement around this year's Super 8 tournament, the 25th anniversary of this tournament. As the guy who kind of holds the key to the whole thing, how are you feeling uh, running this prestigious tournament on year on the 25th anniversary? Uh, it's just got to be a fantastic thing for you personally. Yeah, I mean, uh, the weight of the history of the Super 8 is, is definitely not lost on me. I'm, you know, I'm no different than... Every other wrestling fan grew up reading PWI magazines uh, and reading about the tournament and all those magazines. Uh, I, I don't look at the Super 8 as, as being mine. I feel like it, it belongs to the wrestling community as a whole. Uh, but to kind of be the guy who decides is in the tournament, like that, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's never lost on me how cool that, that responsibility is. And it's not something, it's not something I take lightly. So if I can ask, like, what kind of – what do you look for when you're looking at the independent wrestling landscape and you're choosing who gets to be part of this tournament? Are there certain attributes you're looking for? Are there certain levels of success already achieved that you're looking for? What is kind of your criteria as, as you get to decide who comes together to make this tournament? So I think that's, that's one of the misconceptions. And even talking to Jim Kettner about this, um, a lot of people think, you know, you're looking for eight of this type of wrestler. Uh, and it doesn't really work like that. For for me personally, and, and even talking to Jim, each tournament kind of tells its own story. Uh, I know there was a lot of people who were kind of up in arms when <laughs> we had Matt Tremont in uh, in the tournament because he's known as a deathmatch wrestler. Um, but, you know, honestly, a lot of people came to see him. Um, so there's all – and even even last year we gave this – this new rookie, uh, Ricky Morton, has chance, and now, <laughs> now you see this guy everywhere. <laughs> so yeah, there's there's really no, there's really no there, there's no specific list. It's it's really looking for the right people, uh, people that you you think are are on the right track, uh, people that'll be good for the tournament, that are good for the for the ind- industry as a whole, uh, and and people you just want to have on your show that maybe don't fit into your your regular program. So the Super Eight is is the time to get them on the show. You know what, real quick, and, I'm going to jump in, Jay, before you ask your next question. As a promoter, Ryan, I, I totally agree with what you just said about having the opportunity to use someone that you that you want to use, you just don't have the opportunities because you have your own crew. Like, I, I do, I totally get that. Like, sometimes, uh, talking promoter to promoter right now, like, if sometimes if one of my regular guys can't make the show because they either have another booking or have something going on, like I kind of get excited when that happens because I get an opportunity to take a look at someone that I wouldn't be able to because I don't have room for them. Now I can bring them in for this show and, you know, take a look at them. So I was going to ask you, is because is, is, a couple of these guys, like Recon, for example, he, he's not someone that you guys use and a couple other guys either. You, is it cool to be able to bring in? It is for me when I get to, to check out new talent that I, I want and have the opportunity to. So I'm sure for you also it, it's cool to bring in some – fresh talent and, and showcase them and take a look at them. Yeah, and, and that's part of it, right? Because you, you get to kind of do the research and, and look around and, and watch all these different promotions that maybe you don't 
sit down and watch the rest of the year. So, I mean, I, I did a video on it a couple months ago. It was called Card Subject to Change, and it was exactly that. Like, that's the most exciting time for, for a booker is the last-minute changes that come up, be it, you know, unfortunate injuries or somebody just somebody has a flat tire or they can't make the show, and figuring out what you're going to do because in the end, your job is to reward the audience. Uh, so that's the end goal, and uh, that to me will, will always be fun. Um, so yeah, getting to to work with a bunch of guys that you know we don't we don't see every year or every show um, is always fun for me. Yeah, absolutely, and, and and for me, like I'm coming Saturday, so like I'm excited to check out all your talent. Like I, I told you, you know, privately through text, that I was excited to see your talent. Like because these are guys that I'm not you know, accustomed to seeing because I have my own crew guys. I don't really, I don't really go to any other independent shows. So, like I'm excited just to sit there as a fan and check everybody out. And, 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 cause I mean, it's a couple of your guys that you have like, uh, like Sam and Joey, I've, I've heard of them. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing their work, but overall, just the whole presentation, the whole show, I used to go back when I was younger to gym shows. I used to go, I would go with, I'd drive down with crowbar and, uh, you know, Ace is my best friend. So, like, I, I used to go down there when I was younger, but I haven't, I haven't been to one of those shows in so many years. So, I'm looking forward just to checking out a new group of talent. And I can, I can guarantee you, probably 100, percent that when I leave there Saturday, uh, I'll, I'll definitely be one of using at least one of those talents on a future ISW show. So, yeah, I mean, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, and, and you're not the only one. Uh, this is the first ECWA show that Jim Kettner is going to come to since he sold the company. So. It's uh, it's kind of, it's kind of cool to see all wow. these different promoters all appreciate. I mean, Jim's kind of paying homage to something he created, but um, it, it's kind of cool to to be able to have you know yourself and and Jim and there's there's a couple other people that I don't know if they want me to say that they're going to be there, but uh, we're going to have a lot of luminaries <laughs> from the independent wrestling space. I'll say that. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a good time, man. Jump a jab, but you wish you were up in New Jersey this weekend, brother. Well, listen, listening to YouTube promoters talk about wrestling is getting me excited. East Coast definitely has more independent wrestling uh, where I live in, in Minnesota. But since we have Ryan, I would love to know your guys' perspective. Uh, as we grew up, there were territories, and that's where wrestlers would go to kind of cut their teeth and learn their craft for making it to the big time. Now we have the independent wrestling scene where it runs these different independent promotions and this great tournament, what would you say is the state of independent wrestling in the country? Uh, I don't know about in the country. I can speak to, to our small piece of the world. Um, there's, there's more companies than ever, which is, is, is great for the wrestlers. Um, I think it also can be frustrating at times for the wrestlers because uh, you do get every year, especially around this time, you'll get, what we call tax return wrestling where somebody will open a brand new company and they'll run one or two shows and then that'll be it. Uh, but by and large, you got a number of companies around New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania. So all in this area. Um, and you know, a lot of people are, are doing really well right now. And you know, it's, it's hard to be, it's hard to be upset about that. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I think that, uh, what, what, what Ryan says, I'll touch on too. It's a little, it's great for the wrestlers that there's so many different opportunities. It's also a little frustrating because I mentioned this in the past on the, on the show back when I was just breaking into the wrestling business in the, in the early nineties, like you, you didn't have access to wrestlers the way you do now. Like any fan can DM a wrestler on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. And the problem is, it's just what Ryan said, tax return wrestling. It's a, it's a perfect uh, term for it. Like, you know, you get a little bit of money, you know, you, you start sending these wrestlers messages and you're going to run a show, but you have no clue how to run a show. And not only that, but, you know, they don't know what these wrestlers make as far as, you know, their rates go and pay go. So not knowing, and they offer them 500 or or $1,000 more than they should be getting now, the talent thinks that that's the price they get now. And then it just, yeah, but I agree with you, man. It, 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 it's awesome that there's a lot of a talent out there that has opportunities elsewhere. 
And it is good, though. But as far as the overall landscape, I, I again, I can't say for the whole country because I don't know. But in this up this way, I mean, wrestling's red hot. I mean, Jersey is a hotbed for independent wrestling. Uh, you know, AEW comes here all the time. WWE comes here. So you know, this area is very, very well hot between New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. So I, I think that uh, the Super 8 tournament itself is in the right location because I think that the East Coast, especially the New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania area, is probably hotter for independent wrestling than anywhere else. But maybe I'm just being biased. Well, Ryan, as long as we have you on the line, I'd love to take a few calls. we got a couple calls from callers from the East Coast waiting in the wings, and so we'll jump in there, and they can ask you some questions live and in person. Up first is our podcast's only five-star caller, Toto with Tom. Tom, good morning. You are live with Ryan Kavanaugh. Hey, good morning, everybody. First off, I want to say thank you to the Ryans and the Tommy Fierros of the world for promoting and, you know, putting everything else aside in your lives and doing a service for us fans who love coming to independent wrestling. So I I bow, I tip my cap, I, I, I give thanks for people like you. Thank you, man. Oh, no problem. We something we love to do. Um, is it an issue, though, with you guys when there are so many federations around there independent-wise as far as, you know, getting your market share? Does that become an issue? Not for me. Uh, uh, my, my, philosophy, my philosophy is my, my only uh, competition is my last event. I have to worry about yeah, what I mean, I'm doing. I can't worry about what anyone else is doing. You're absolutely right. Um, and and the, the only frustrating part would be when you're trying to find new buildings. A lot of these buildings have had bad experiences with some of the companies around New Jersey, and I won't name any names. It doesn't benefit anybody to do that. But uh, that that can be frustrating, but that's pretty much the only thing. You, you can't, like, like Tommy's saying, you can't really pay attention to what the next guy's doing because you there's only so many hours in the day, and you got to kind of pay attention to your show and what you're doing. And it takes a lot of time to run, <laughs> to run a wrestling show. I first saw Rick Recon about 18 years ago, and I saw him at an ISPW show. And the first thing he did was he challenged anybody from the back to come out and wrestle him. And, of course, Carlito answered that call. And we have not seen or heard of Carlito since then. That's the type of beating that Rick Recon put on him. And since that time, I've seen Rick Recon win. I've seen Rick Recon win numerous titles in other federations. I've seen him wrestle three times in one night and become the king of ISPW. I have seen him grow leaps and bounds. And there is without a shadow of a doubt that, Ryan, with all due respect, he is your Super 8 champion this coming Saturday. Oh, well, you never know. I can't. I can't throw a guess out there. I think that's unfair, but uh, you 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 might be correct. We'll have to see uh, two days away here, so we'll see. And we'll start real it off quickly, by Tom. I was actually Tom. I was in a. I was going to say real quickly. You had mentioned about there being any, you know, problem with us, you know, running in the same uh, state. Like, look at look at me. Like, I, I have a show tomorrow, and I'm promoting his show for Saturday, and it's my podcast. So that right there should show you that. Me and him are pros. Like I, I don't. I feel. I feel confident with my stuff. I don't need like for me to dedicate an episode the day before my show to another promotion that's running in New Jersey. The next night should speak volumes of what kind of promoter I am. And uh, I'm sure that Ryan, um, probably really digs that. And uh, dude, just you got you got to worry. There's just like, and he said also about you know some buildings and stuff like that. Like you can't. You just got to worry about your own stuff, man. And, and like I said, I, I just love independent wrestling in general, especially the history of it in this area. And, you know, he, he controls the key to the castle for the most prestigious, you know, tournament in independent wrestling history. And never mind, it's right here in New Jersey. So I just thought it was really important. There's a lot of, there's a lot of new independent fans over the last couple of years that got into it, maybe through GCW, maybe through other avenues and channels that might not know the history of the Super 8 tournament from, you know, the last 20-something years. So I thought it was important to dedicate a whole episode to it because it is this weekend, and it does deserve a lot of hype, and it does deserve a lot of promotion and a lot of praise. And me being a a fellow promoter, I can tip my hat to them and say that they have a really, really special thing, Uh, much like I have 80s Wrestling Con. That's my special thing. Uh, They have a really special thing, and I I just thought it was important to uh, promote it. 
because I love the business. Has there ever been independent uh, companies uh, showcasing their talent in like a super card before, you you know, like ISPW versus Titan or ISPW versus out, you know what I'm saying? Has there ever, has that ever happened in this industry? The independents working together and having like a super show. I, I think it. I think it's probably has uh, at some point. Yeah, I, w- I would say so. I think there's even a promotion in Jersey that they have like ten different names, but they uh, they team up with another company. They're all kind of run by the same people, but they treat it like separate promotions. So they do that. I would say kind of regularly here in in Jersey. Okay. Well, I look forward to tomorrow night, the Totowa PAL, Crowbar versus uh, Brick Recon. If you guys didn't get a chance to see their first match in Avenel, it was a banger to say the least. This is part two, and I can't wait to see it first row tomorrow night. Thanks, guys. Now, now, Tom, real quickly, not only that, but you're actually friends with the family we're doing the fundraiser for, so I'm sure it's a little uh, extra special for you tomorrow night. I would say it has to be. Totowa Tom, he likes to say his last comment and hang up. That's kind of what he's there already. But, yeah, it's a huge fundraiser. It's for a great cause. Uh, and I know that's something that TWA uh, is behind, too, is they do a lot of, of fundraising. And so I think it's it's so cool that independent wrestling not only meets the need of the wrestling fan, but oftentimes you guys are raising funds to help other causes as well, which I think is just phenomenal. We have one caller waiting on hold to connect. Ryan hit his mic seat from New Jersey. Mike, good morning, sir. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good morning, Tommy. Good morning, Ryan. How are you guys today? Hey, what's going on, man? man? Doing well. Uh, not not too much. You know, just as a uh, longtime fan in the New Jersey area, you know, seeing the Super 8 coming back to New Jersey, uh, super exciting. And I was around on New Year's Eve. I might not have been my soberest, but the first man announced for the Super 8 tournament is the man that's going to win, and we all know that is the rock star, Rick Recon, managed by Dave LaGreca in ISPW and just making waves all over the uh, independent scene. Uh, He has been, you know, performing at such a high level, and I just think that it's going into this weekend, um, another uh, second stage match with Crowbar, uh, leading into the Super 8 tournament is going to be, I think Rick Recon will be the talk of independent wrestling next week. Now, what excites me about this is that uh, Mike, he comes to all the ISW shows, and Mike's planning on uh, coming down to the Super 8 this weekend and, and checking it out. Like, I, I like that you're doing that, Mike, because now you're going to see a whole new uh, group of talent. So as long as you don't ever go to a show of theirs instead of mine, you're okay. And otherwise, you're barred. <laughs> From ISPW, okay? Well, uh, you know, as, 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 as somebody that, you know, as, as my friend and enemy, Totowa Tom, said on the show, uh, you know, we will be there front row tomorrow night, and, you know, it, it is going to be a big weekend um, in Jersey for independent wrestling. Uh, Friday night in Totowa, you know where to be, and then Saturday, you guys know where to be as well. So uh, looking forward to seeing a lot of great action this weekend, and, you know, uh, and, you know, got to give a shout-out to uh, both Tommy and Ryan. Uh, to Ryan's point, you know, I think that New Jersey Independent, uh, there's uh, there's the good ones, and then there's the ones that hit, you know, hit the Internet in the wrong way. And I just want to thank Tommy and Ryan for, you know, giving us great independent wrestling the right way. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Thank you, man. I've been talking. And, and, and real quick, uh, it, it's funny because he – Right now, Rick is is taking on Crowbar, and Crowbar has more Super 8 experience than anybody in the history of the tournament. He's been in more tournaments than than anyone. So, uh, wow, definitely the guy. Uh, yeah, and, so it's definitely the and, guy you, you want to learn from. <laughs> and you know, I've been watching I've been watching Crowbar in action pretty much my whole life, and it's, to, to see him actually getting better somehow at this stage is surreal. Yeah, reverse aging. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah, Ryan, he, you got to get found, to a, he, you got Ryan, you got to get to an ISPW show live and see his reaction in person. Like he's he's I mean, he's head and shoulders. Uh the last I think two or three shows just blows everybody else out of the water. Like you got to you got to put a main event 
I'm I'm always I'm always a, a, the the world title match goes last always on, on my shows, but it's at the point where he's still in the show so bad, like you got to put him on after the title match because like no one right. can follow him. Like, <laughs> right? Like it's not Isn't that crazy. It's not fair. It's not fair for the, the the guys who go out there and have to follow that. So like now, like but tomorrow, I'm putting him in Recon on last because I don't want to. No one's gonna be able to follow it, you know, because he's just he's crazy. He's 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 not human. Yeah, I'm, well, that, I'm that, that, that I'm makes it even more exciting. Bed, so. It makes it even more exciting with a semi-main event of Bold James versus Hale Collins, and then leading into a main event of Crowbar and Recon. Like, let's get to Friday night. Let's go. Well, I appreciate it, man. But, uh, again, like, we're here to hype up the uh, Super 8 tournament this coming Saturday. Mike, I know that you're very well familiar with the, the history of the, the Super 8 tournament. Uh, and you said, I like you said, you're, you're happy that it's back in New Jersey. So I know, I know you're a long-time independent fan in this area. So uh, it feels special this weekend. Like you said, it feels like it's a big weekend in New Jersey between uh, our big show tomorrow night and then the ECWA tournament on Saturday. So it's cool. Have WrestleMania, cool feeling WrestleMania here. weekend come early. And brother, it's the weekend before WrestleMania. Here you go, right? It's Jersey. It's going to be cool, man. So, Mike, guys, thank you so much. I'll let you get to some other callers and looking forward to seeing everyone this weekend. Thanks, man. All right. Thank, yeah, thank you. you so much for calling, Mike. Yeah, this, this is what's cool for me, uh, Jay, is that there's several – ISW fans, I know several, I've, uh, at least uh, probably a dozen that are planning on coming to the uh, the Super 8 on Saturday, which I think is awesome. And I think that the more stuff like this where, you know, I can have, you know, I can help Brian out or he can help me out in the future. Like if, if you know what you're doing, if, if, and I know Ryan does, and I know that he knows that I do, like people that can work together and help each other, it's only going to make this area itself stronger for independent wrestling in my opinion like uh, good stuff like this like I, I do feel the vibe in the air for this weekend in jersey it feels like it's a big weekend coming up so uh you know it's stuff like this that helps make everything else better so if more people could do what i'm doing today you know putting another show before mine uh the same weekend and promoting theirs and if i can do it and i've been around a long time uh, everyone else can do it as well so i'm, I'm trying to lead by example today Well, let's see here. So Saturday, March 25th, live from the Jersey dugout. Show kicks off at 7. It's in Marlboro, New Jersey. Uh, Ryan, are there still tickets available at this point? I believe so. I know the like ringside seats are all sold out at this point, but uh, I think general admission is still open. Uh, so you can get them at ecwarrestling.com if you're interested in coming, if you're too far away and out of the area, you can watch on Premier Streaming Network, which is the new streaming service that just uh, just launched a few months back. Um, they're, they're doing some great stuff. They have a awesome interface. Uh, if you haven't checked them out, just check out PremierStreamingNetwork.com. Um, those guys have been great. So um, yeah, it's going to be a it's going to be a busy weekend. It's going to be a fun weekend. Uh, I know Tommy's got a lot going on. I got a lot going on. It's it's an exciting time for wrestling. I'll, I'll say that much. Absolutely, man. Now, the, the question before we let you go, Ryan, what, real one, real quickly. Now, Jumpin' Jay lives in Minnesota. Now, Jay, he just told you how you can watch the Super 8 tournament this Saturday night from the comfort of your own home. Are you going to be checking it out? Listen, man, as he was saying it, I was typing it in to Google Bar, the Ghost Bar Premier Streaming Network. Definitely be clicking out there when we get off the air and see what it takes to get signed up uh, so I can see the Super 8 live for myself from the comfort my own living room chair. Awesome. Ryan, I want to wish you good luck in advance uh, for this coming awesome. Saturday's very prestigious Super 8 tournament. I am looking forward to being there and supporting you and all your talent. I'm looking forward to seeing everyone. I'm sure I'll be seeing a lot of fans down there that I haven't seen in a while or very, some very familiar faces, I'm sure. I know Fitz is going to be there. I'm looking forward to seeing her. So, yeah, man, uh, best of luck to you this Saturday, and I look forward to seeing you then. Thank you very much, and thank you guys so much for having me on. I, I really appreciate it. Anytime we can return right, the favor, we're, we're more than glad to. Absolutely, man. Have a great day. Take care, guys. Ryan. All right, All right, and there you have it, a very special Super 8 edition of 
80s wrestling, the podcast. Like I said, Jeff and Jay, you, know, you were cutting a little in and out today. It's okay. We were able to, uh, we were able to pick up what you were saying, uh, thankfully. Um, but I, I was going to say um, what I said earlier about, you know, being able to lead by example. What I, what I just did today, I, I did it. Not only I, I did it because I wanted to do it because I, I believe that the tournament does deserve, uh, you know, some last-second hype going into it because of the prestige and the history behind it. But I also wanted to show that, you know, promoters are able to coexist with each other uh, in a positive way and, and help each other. Like, I literally just put their show over my show, marketing-wise, on my go-home podcast to my show. So, I mean, if, if, I, if I can do that, other people can help each other out as well. And I do encourage everyone uh, to definitely come out this Saturday, like you said, uh, the dugout down in Marlboro for the 2023 Super 8 tournament. Want to wish all eight competitors very good luck. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, all eight of them. Uh, obviously, I'm familiar with Recon's work. I'm looking forward to seeing everyone else and everyone else that's on the card as well. And again, tomorrow night at the Total PAL in Total, New Jersey, ISPW, living in the now, the main event will be Hill Collins from the now with his partner Vic in his corner, getting an opportunity at the ISPW heavyweight title when he challenges Bull James with Maven in his corner. Uh, the return match, Rick Recon, the King of Rock, going one-on-one with Crowbar. You are going to see in a women's blindfold match. You remember Jake the Snake Roberts and Rick Martell from WrestleMania? We're going to see Tina San Antonio defend her ISPW women's title against Vicious Vicky tomorrow. Both will be blindfolded. It should be very, very, very interesting and entertaining, to say the least. The winner, Andy Weinberg, the real-life son of WWE Hall of Famer Nikolai Volkov returns to ISPW with former WWE star Smitsky. They have an open challenge. We're going to see tomorrow who is going to accept the open challenge. Also, H.C. Loke will put the ISPW Tri-State title on the line against main event Michael Mars in his corner. Is his manager, the agent to the stars, Nikki Benz. You're also going to see GKM go one-on-one with former ISPW heavyweight champion Justin Carino. Also, you will see TJ Epics go one-on-one with Encore Moore, which is going to be a high-flying, super exciting match that I'm really looking forward to seeing. And then uh, the shining star, Ray Kalitri, will take on the debuting Keith Youngblood. Again, this is all tomorrow night. 7.30 p.m. at the Totowa PAL in Totowa, New Jersey. Coming out for a fun night of action. Tickets are still available. Head over to ispwthenow.eventbrite.com. Again, that's ispwthenow.eventbrite.com. Get your tickets. They'll also be available at the door in Totowa tomorrow night. Jumping Jay, fun episode this week of 80s wrestling the podcast obviously it wasn't about 80s wrestling but it was a really cool fun different episode we had asan recon and of course ryan it was great uh talking to him uh jay what do you got planned this week anything fun brother other than and, and i want the answer to be i'll be watching the super eight on saturday i'll be watching the super eight on saturday on premier streaming.tv.com Yes. No, listen, I'm super jealous of you guys because in New Jersey, you have one heck of a weekend of independent wrestling leading into the weekend of WrestleMania next week. And so if you're a wrestling fan in the New Jersey area, count your blessings, man, because you got two great shows this weekend, two great nights of wrestling next weekend. Great time to be alive. Absolutely, man. And we'll definitely do next, Saturday, uh, next Thursday here on 80s Wrestling, the podcast. Uh, and me and Jay will pick a WrestleMania, an early year WrestleMania to do a, 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 a review of, since it is the uh, Road to WrestleMania next Thursday here on the podcast. We'll call it the Road to WrestleMania. Or maybe we'll have on, maybe Jay will have on a couple of former WrestleMania performers on 
next week's episode. Let's make it a let's make it a special one. It'll be eighties wrestling the podcast's Road to WrestleMania special next Thursday, right here on eighties wrestling the podcast. <laughs>